0: My people which are called by my holy name will humble themselves and seek my face. If they pray, if they pray, if they pray and seek my face, I will hear,
1: I will hear. I will... Welcome to Worship in the Word. Today we're... Turning to Psalms 51, Psalm of David, Uh, it's a psalm of the Baal Teshuva. Go ahead.
0: Have mercy upon me, O God, according to thy loving kindness, according unto the multitude of thy tender mercies. Blot out my transgressions. Wash me...
1: This is, let me comment here. This is uh, <clears throat> a reference that uh, David is referring to, Isaiah chapter forty three twenty five, And And uh, he's pleading for forgiveness. And uh, I mentioned that this is the psalm of the Baal Teshuvah, uh, For those of you that haven't... Uh, Heard what a Balteshuvah is. It's a sinner uh, who has turned his life over to God and is returning to God and seeking uh, healing from God and uh, working through those issues of his life that have troubled him, uh, either things that uh, people had done to him or things that he had done to others, uh, sins. Uh, Jesus called them mountains. Uh, he said, we'll be able to take, uh, speak to those mountains and cast them out into the sea. He wasn't talking about a physical mountain. He was talking about the spiritual mountain that's in your life. Uh, today now uh, um, if I were sitting with you and and perhaps you had confidence in me as a pastor you you may want to relate some of these things maybe not but I know that that uh, there are things in in your life that you would like to remove the memory of uh, sometimes you wake up in the morning think about thinking about it, you go to bed thinking about it, it's, it's uh, it has a stronghold on your life. Um, and we can work our way through those things. But this, the Baal Teshuvah, um, when he overcomes a certain thing, it's as if he's, he's created a commandment of God and he's overcome, he's obeyed that commandment and then he, uh is able to move on to others it's a it's a way of purification uh it's it's the path it's the narrow path that jesus talked about uh he said take up your cross and follow me and uh so here we are go ahead
0: wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin okay
1: iniquity that's that's a type of sin it's 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 um, uh, I call it stinking thinking you know we we're into uh, things that the, our thought patterns are not purified they're they're unclean and David's saying Lord please clean cleanse my mind of, of, of this iniquity Go ahead.
0: For I acknowledge my transgressions, and my sin is ever before me.
1: Okay, here you go. He's acknowledging, the Baltashuva acknowledges their sin. Now, uh, I want to speak back to what Jesus had to say. Jesus said, I didn't come to save the righteous, but sinners. Now, he would have been uh, speaking of uh, uh, sinners would would be the ones that acknowledge their sins. Uh, he, he used a, a metaphor, uh, a parable, a teaching of the two men in the temple, how the one w- claimed to be righteous. And uh, he, the Bible says that he trusted in himself. And this is the key factor. If we trust in ourselves, uh, we can't, become truly righteous with God. Uh, The Bible says that there is a way that seemeth right unto man, but the end thereof is death. Uh, Left to our own ways, we're going to destroy ourselves. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's just the way it is. And uh, I don't care how brilliant you are. You may have one of the highest IQs, but... um, left left to your own planning if god isn't in the middle of it it's going to be a destructive plan both for you and for others around you if you have a family they're gonna be a part of that but uh, if we can turn the things over to god uh, but part of it is recognizing anyway that uh that i was speaking of that metaphor in the temple and this one uh, fellow said, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm thankful I tithe to God. I give my money faithful. I live for God and everything. And he said, uh, and I'm not like that guy over there. Um, the guy over there was standing there beating his breast, crying out to God, saying, God, I am a sinner. Help me. And uh, Jesus said, that one that beat his breast and cried out to God, that guy went away uh, in righteousness. That was that's the righteous thing. And so David is is confessing his sin. That's there's a contrition there. That's all part of repentance. Uh, and uh, but we're going deeper into this, deeper than just an initial act of contrition and confession, into a lifestyle that incorporates. Uh, bringing any, anything that is troubling, ever anything that is contrary to the rule of God in our life, we bring it to him and he helps us to expunge it. And we see in the life of people like Peter that he started all weak and unstable, a liar and different things, but uh, as he went along, he became more powerful, stronger in the word, stronger in the spirit and then ultimately he had such great anointing that he he raised dorcas from the dead and the bible says that people wanted to stand out and get in his shadow because they felt being even close to him uh, was was a powerful healing element so just a, it's just an example uh, let's go ahead
0: against thee thee only have I sinned sinned, and done this evil in thy sight, that thou mightest be justified when thou speakest, and be clear when thou judgest. Behold, I was shapen in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me.
1: Okay, so we know uh, from the fall of Adam and Eve that, that there is a curse that rests upon the land, uh, the rest upon the soil and we are created out of the dust of the earth the bible says so we come into the world uh, with that element but uh, the spirit of god is a mitigating element that can work on us uh, the bible says that the word of god is like a two-edged sword it goes in cutting in and cutting coming out it can separate the soul and the spirit and it even goes down into the the, uh, the marrow of the bones well the marrow of the bones is where the life force is built in the blood so it it can it can operate on our dna it can it can um help to purify us ultimately when we pass from this life and and we become uh a simply a spiritual uh soul uh, that uh where we we have a purif we'll have a purified heavenly body at that time uh, this is if we're living in christ where we're we're obeying the word of god and and the, the spirit of god is in us and um uh, but uh, for now, we're, we're in imperfect vessels, uh, but uh, we serve a perfect God, and if we're linked with Him, He can carry us through. Praise God. Go ahead.
0: Behold, thou desirest truth in the inward parts and in the hidden part that thou make me to know wisdom. Purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow.
1: Okay, so he's saying he wants to be purified all the way to the depths of his soul. To the um, um, M. Scott Peck, the Christian psychiatrist, said that we have ten uh, percent conscious life and ninety percent unconscious life, and that that unconscious Thing uh, I, I wrote an article one time called "Who's in Control: The Rider or the Elephant," uh, and the uh, the rider is our conscious mind, and the elephant is the unconscious mind. And uh, so, oftentimes we do things or we say things. We wonder, well, where did that come from? Why did I do that? Why did I say that? <laughs> and even Apostle Paul said, you know. Mm-hmm. I, uh, the things I wanted to do, I did the other things, and I, I didn't want to do, uh, it just, it, he said, I'm just so frustrated that I I can't do what I want to do and I'm doing what I don't want to do, and, and who can save me? And he said, the anointed presence of Jesus Christ in my life, that's what can save me. So we can we can have spiritual surgery take place. Uh, on a permanent basis, we can be connected with God, we can return to God, and He can work on all these things no matter what you've done, no matter what you haven't done, no matter what your age is. Uh, you have to be in an age of accountability, but um, you can still be used of God in an older age. Praise God. Go ahead.
0: Make me to hear. Joy and gladness, gladness, that the bones which thou hast broken may rejoice. Hide thy face from my sins and blot out all mine iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me.
1: Okay, this is a real powerful, I, I love this uh, particular verse. God, create in me a clean heart and renew in me a right spirit. Whenever I, things happen and, and things may go bad and people do things and say things, uh, yeah, you get into think, stinking thinking. And and our prayer is, God, remove me from that. Help me to be forgiving. Help me to be kind. Um, help create in me a right spirit. Mm-hmm. And, and when we have that, it's recognizable to us we feel better about ourselves we have the joy of the lord others recognize hey why why are you so happy <laughs> everything is so bad around us. how can you be happy well there is a way to be happy even when we're in uh, untenable circumstances uh, we, we can have the love of God. We can have a clean heart. We can ask him for these things, and he'll provide us, and we'll be light to the world. He said, you're, you're, you're a light. He said, I am the light of the world, but he said, you too are the light, and you can't put a bushel on it. You got to let it shine. Uh, there's a little children's song, let it shine, let it shine. Uh, don't put it under a bushel. Uh, but um, anyway, go ahead.
0: Cast me not away from Thy uh, presence, and take not Thy Holy Spirit from me.
1: Okay, don't don't cast me away, Lord. And, and and God is is merciful. Anyone that wants to come to Him and they're serious, He won't turn you away. Believe me. He will not turn. He He's a God. Of mercy and grace he'll take you back uh, maybe you served God for a while and somebody offended you you left God or, or maybe you don't feel worthy uh, doesn't matter doesn't matter uh, he, he can he'll take you in and and he'll restore you and he'll put you to use because because we're building a, we're building a labor force here, uh, he said. His one prayer was, "Pray for the laborers and the harvest." We're we're near the end times, folks, and and uh, he says the the fields are white unto harvest. There's millions of people that that want to have. A closeness, they want to be reconnected. They, they, they don't know how to express it, but what they want is a reconnection to the God that created them. Go ahead.
0: Restore unto me the joy of my salvation and uphold the uh, with thy free spirit. Then will I teach transgressors thy ways and sinners shall be converted unto thee.
1: Okay, here's, here's the key thing. Once you come to Teshuva, uh, Jesus said, this is the way it happens. When, when one sinner comes into Teshuva and is serious and is, and is beginning to work this plan, he says, All heaven rejoices. All heaven rejoices because they know that, that when they when one sinner comes, then he's gonna. He's going to want to express himself in his life to help other sinners and, and show them the way. It's a growing army. It's a growing spiritual army that we have in the world, and we're we're not trying to overtake any government. We're not trying to do anything like that. We're trying to lead people back to God Amen. and and to connect God and have a wonderful life and spend eternity because there's uh, this is the goal, this is... This, this life is a trial for us, oh, yes. and, and uh, it's how we respond to this trial uh, is going to be the consequence um, of uh, how we spend eternity. Okay?
0: Deliver me from blood guiltness, O God, thou God of my salvation, and my tongue shall sing aloud of thy righteousness. O Lord, open thou my lips, and my mouth shall slew forth thy praise. For thou desireth not sacrifice, else would I give it. Thou delightest not in burnt offerings. Okay, he
1: mentions mentions blood guilt. Uh, David was guilty of killing Uriah the Hittite, the husband of, Bathsheba, when he stole Bathsheba from a righteous man, mm-hmm. so David had blood guilt, uh, and uh, I believe that that is the blood guilt that kept him from building the temple, not the battles that he fought, um, because they were ordained of God. But he had blood guilt. Uh, but and you may say, well, I don't, I've never killed anybody. Jesus said. Uh, if you hate somebody, he said, uh, it's as if you killed them. It's as if it's the same thing mentally, spiritually. You committed murder against that person, and maybe you still have hatred for a person. So forgiveness is part of uh, the bal Teshuva. Okay, let's finish up here. we got a couple more verses.
0: The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit and a broken uh, and a contrite heart, O God, thou wilt not despise. Do good in thy good pleasure unto Zion, build thou the walls of Jerusalem, then shalt thou be pleased with the sacrifices of righteousness, with burnt offering and whole burnt offering, then shall they offer bullocks upon thine altar."
1: Okay, so um he's saying that the kind of sacrifices that God wants is a broken spirit and a contrite heart. that means we're we're we we recognize that we're broken, we're broken vessels, and we're sorry of the things that we've done and uh in the old times when when a person had a had a, a little sin, they would give a little offering, but when they had a big sin, they would bring in a big bullock. <laughs> so he's waiting for you to bring in your big bullock of sacrifice and offering for all the sins you've got. you got to hold. And I'm not sitting in judgment <laughs> because I had to bring in a big bullock. And... Uh, so, but it's a metaphorical language about even when you got a big, a lot of sins in your life, he still wants, he's waiting for you Amen. to come to him and turn turn around and give your life to him and uh, take up your cross, follow him and uh, join us. It's a wonderful journey. God bless you for coming and and, uh, being with us today.